Welcome back into the Yahoo Fantasy Hoops podcast. Oh, it's a very special holiday edition, a Yuletide edition. I am merely Andy Barons coming to you from Chicago. I am joined, as ever, by Dalton Del Don, somewhere in Central California. Dalton, how are you enjoying the holiday season? Are y'all are y'all shopped out? You've got like little kids. You've got fun holidays coming up. Yeah, well, man, I have a two-year-old who I woke up to throwing up this morning as well. Oh. And uh, then we had to sit and deal with your quote-unquote tech issues, I think is quote for your massage you had lined up for this morning. But it's been <laughs> an eventful, <laughs> eventful morning for me. But uh, it's hopefully it's just, I don't know, we'll see how the how my son Mason's doing. But yeah, I woke up to a sick son. So that's, that's no fun. Oh my gosh, you, you people should experience once in your life just like moderately inconveniencing Dalton Del Don. You'll hear about it for um, the rest of your days. I apologize. That's my bad. That's on me. Uh, right now, I, you know, I should excuse you for being overly excited and, and making us wait this morning because I'm sure you're just so fired up for that Bulls overtime win last night. Because my team is the hottest in basketball. Um, name another team that is on fire like the Bulls are on fire. Winners of three of five. Three of five, Dalton. Um, Laurie Markkinen comes alive last night. It was actually shout out to the Wizards for those those fun uh, uh, stars and stripes uniforms. I actually kind of enjoyed that uh, overtime win. Bulls come back from seventeen. Zach Levine, a, a dominant ish performance late. Of course, Zach Levine taking over a game late. What's new there? Uh, that's been going on all season. Laurie Markkinen scores thirty one, I believe it was. Um, the Bulls are. Bulls are alive. The Bulls are the hottest thing going right now. Yeah, Levine suddenly got cold at three, but he has looked like he's making a major step this season. He looks uh, to be highly encouraging. And uh, yeah, entertaining game. I mean, Washington, we have a bunch of guys to talk about later with them, but they're just such a fun, fun box score team to fill up and to play with. And let alone you get an extra five-minute period there. So so that's great. And great to see Markinen, who had really struggled shooting. His uh, his shot looks to be back, huh? You watch him more than me. What are your I mean, thoughts on him? I mean, for a game, right? Like yeah. he scored, he scored thirty, but he's still uh, his his season scoring average is still down a couple of ticks from last year. Um, there, you know, the Bulls' rotations remain really weird. You, you know, he'd been he'd been fine in his previous two or three games, but just sort of low double digit scoring. So it's not like he's. Not like he's just rock steady, um, but any sign of life for Markkinen is fun to see. And he was one of uh, he was one of the only players. On the, I mean, that was a, actually it was a terrible game, right? It was obviously an awful game between the Bulls and Wizards um, because that's what you would expect. Um, but Markkinen was it was basically Markkinen and Bertans who could hit shots, uh, and that was that was about it for quite a long stretch. You were you mentioned it. We're going to talk about the the uh, various Wizards a little bit later. They have been just feeding the waiver wire this year. Like I don't know how anybody would complete like a free agent or waiver wire pickups column without uh without talking about wizards yeah t- top three in pace they fluctuate between first second or third and worse in defense defensive efficiency i mean it's such a fun combo it's just i've equated it to like playing in coors field you know in baseball yeah. you just want to target those matchups and this is just back and forth and horrible defense you said it's not pretty but for fantasy owners you know dfs nightly uh, that's that's the target right now is to go against Washington. And yeah, and because of there's no, I mean, right now Isaiah Thomas is their number two scoring option, a guy that was readily freely available in fantasy waiver wires last couple weeks. So yeah, a lot of churning parts there, and uh, yeah, so it's it's been helpful for for fantasy owners, if not the the game of the real life real life basketball is taking a step back. Like, be honest with me, you would you would definitely take the Bulls' future over the Warriors' future right now, right? 
calm down, calm down <laughs> with that talk. That's it. No, this is such a reload year for the Warriors. It's just working out perfectly when we win the lottery. Uh, it's the league. There are already columns coming out that the league's scared and they're worried about the the reloaded Warriors. So it, you just take it easy there. But congratulations, winning three out of five. Uh, let's get to the starting five because enough of the Bulls talk. Oh, they win a couple games here and there, and you go off for twenty minutes. I mean, it's I'll just, just embarrassing. I'll just tell you, Andy. they're they're the nightmare matchup for Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. They're the that's the series that uh, the Bucks don't want to see. I'm going to guarantee you. Yeah, but, you know, you Bucks did lose. You know, you know, Giannis right now highest per of all time right now. Crazy. Like that's also crazy in a year when James Harden is doing what he's doing, and now and yeah. you, you figure it, it's Harden and Giannis in the MVP vote because uh, Levine and Markin are probably going to split it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, again, starting five. Let's move on. Sorry, no more. Sorry, I apologize. Nobody, nobody tunes in to hear uh, even a word about the Bulls. That's my bad. Um, we'll start our starting five with uh, probably the biggest. It's not a. It's probably not a long term injury, but it has created some opportunities in Dallas. Um, Luka Doncic. Dealing with a uh, an ankle sprain of probably not great severity. It sounds like uh, it's going to cost him a couple of weeks. And um, we've seen a actually a local Chicago product, Jalen Brunson, really just feast uh, uh, in Luca's absence. He's had 11 assists in each of his last two games, double-digit scoring. Uh, I assume that Jalen Brunson is uh, one of your top ads of the week. Uh, who else? Who else should we be looking at in uh, in Dallas? Is it right? Is it uh, Porzingis just getting a value bump? Yeah, Pal, we'll see maybe a slight increase in usage rate. Definitely Porzingis. He really already has seen a usage rate bump in a bunch of three straight double doubles. Um, but yeah, it's Brunson's the guy. He's great after the All-Star break last year. It looked like he was going to be the point guard this year before uh, they were going to maybe try to start both of them. But Luca, you know, obviously a horrible loss. Top, I think he's the fifth fantasy player this year in nine cat leagues. Hopefully it's just a couple of weeks. Could have been worse. But Brunson's the guy to, to go grab in the meantime. And that system's number one in offensive efficiency. Obviously that's because of the guy they just lost is a big part of that. But the yeah. system's nevertheless been productive. And uh, yeah, Porzingis, a monster uh, we'll see if the DFS price catches up to him quickly because he's definitely playing huge, huge fantasy value increase with Luca going down and, and Brunson, the guy to look for in, on waiver wires. Yeah, Brunson's such a smart player. Uh, again, uh, seemingly fairly consistent with uh, with Luca out. Uh, that's a guy who I'd love someday down the road. People remember him obviously from Villanova. He was just a crazy good high school player in the Chicago area. Uh, I, I would love to see him with a full-time opportunity somewhere down the road. Obviously it's not going to happen in Dallas, not um, in the Luca era, but somewhere someday um, that kid's really fun. He's just a smart basketball player. Yeah. No, I would use him as, as long as Luca's out. I think he's worth owning and using in pretty much all, all formats. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be worth using even in shallower ones. And Porzingis, we'll see if his body can hold up, but man, it's, it's nice to see him too. Once again, looking like a, a true superstar. Cause I mean, he's out yeah. there l- looking great. Issue number two, topic number two in our starting five. We've got to talk about another, I guess it's an ankle issue now for Anthony Davis. Um, now we're kind of really in the heart of uh, what you expect from Anthony Davis, I guess, right? Like nagging injury issues that make him questionable for virtually every game. He's dealt with a shoulder this year. Now it's an ankle. Um, as we speak, he is questionable for a game on Wednesday night against Milwaukee, a game that would otherwise be really, really fun with, between the Lakers and Bucks. Yeah. Um, already missed his uh, his previous game against Indiana. How are you feeling about him? Who gains in his absence? And is this just is this just going to be status quo for AD? This is just what we're going to have to deal with all year. Probably. Uh, you know, it's funny. Just there's a uh, nice articles coming out saying, man, what do we miss on the Lakers? And I was myself. I'm like, man, this team is so good, and we could have should have seen the LeBron coming 
you know, didn't play in the playoffs, motivated and, and so fired up. And maybe that defense is the step back. It really to do with that groin injury. You know, it wasn't just, oh, he's old yeah. and all that mileage. Maybe it was health and the effort's certainly there again. Um, and then, of course, as soon as you take that, you look at that and it's like so there are arguments out there saying that uh, health isn't, a, you know, it's random. It's random. You know, maybe so maybe, you know, he'll be durable. And then this injury happens to wake everyone up. So, and then they lost, you know, right away too. So they really yeah. missed him. Their whole team didn't look nearly the same. It was a big, big deal. Obviously, it's not a shock. Anthony Davis is awesome. So, fantasy owners, yeah, probably gonna have to deal with this uh, throughout the rest of their his career. Hopefully not. And in the meantime, you look at Dwight Howard and Javale McGee. But, um, but yeah, it's just a bummer. It's just a bummer. I mean, obviously, the Lakers looked like uh, possible uh, prohibitive favorites there for for a little bit. But this is yeah. gonna be reality check. Uh, to be fair, the the supporting cast around LeBron and AD didn't. Ma- I mean, it wasn't as nonsensical as it was last year, but <laughs> you know, you still you still only had a couple of knockdown shooters. I mean, you felt really good about Danny Green and maybe not anybody else in particular. So, like, uh, I I don't know. They've started extraordinarily well. I don't think anybody necessarily saw LeBron having this kind of chip on his shoulder coming into the year, right? Like. And I don't even feel like anybody was really bagging on LeBron. I don't feel like anybody was really saying that he was that he was cooked. But I, I think LeBron just doesn't enjoy not being in the conversation for the best player in the NBA. And that that has maybe given him the attitude that he's carried into this season, along with the fresher legs than he's than he's obviously had most years. And hopefully it's not a big deal with Davis's injury. And, you know, all the superstars are doing load management anyway. Yeah. So it's just like we're just maybe overreacting because it's Davis and it's just whatever. It's a day to day thing. And big guys are going to deal with it probably more than the guards. So hopefully it's nothing. And the team can't afford to sit him. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, in the meantime, there's no one you got to like run to the waiver wire and grab because it doesn't sound like this injury itself going to be too long term. That's probably a good point about the the sort of coverage loop that you get into with uh, with AD when he has anything bothering him. Um, we're hypersensitive to it. So it gets covered maybe a bit more loudly than uh, than it would if it were any other player, if it were happening to any other player. We always worry about him sitting out with uh, with nagging things. And maybe that's maybe that's a bit unfair to him. It's fine if you miss a game in the middle of December uh, against a, against an Eastern Conference opponent. Right. Yeah, I know. And they're off to that such a such a good start, a three and a half game lead already. And Clippers are the closest team, a team that's really going to rest its stars and not push yeah. for the best regular season records. So, yeah, I mean, they can afford to be extra cautious for sure. Let's talk about a guy out West that is actually coming back from injury, like a positive injury story. And that's De'Aaron Fox. Uh, he comes back, plays 29 minutes against uh, against Charlotte, puts up 19 points, um, looked looks pretty frisky, looked pretty good. Uh, it jumped over a dude on a shot fake. That was fun to see. Um, so it looks like he's got his legs. Uh, the question is, who does this impact? Obviously, uh, uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to have the ball in his hand a lot. Um, the the Kings have been pretty fun from a fantasy perspective. I talked about the Wizards. It's a team that is kind of feeding the waiver wire. The Kings have been much the same, right? They've Some of the best waiver ads of the season have come from this roster. But somebody's got to lose value with Fox back. Yeah, Corey Joseph can be dropped if you add him in deeper leagues. But Bogdanovich is going to see his usage rate drop. And this is interesting. A couple of things. It's not just the backcourt. Um, great uh, video that you linked to, by the way, in the outline of uh, Fox uh, jumping over someone. So do- he does look healthy. So if anyone's yeah. seen that clip. But 
Bialitsa and Rashawn Holmes dealing with Marvin Bagley's return in the front court is another issue too because Holmes had just been crushing it like top three round fantasy value and and now he's basically splitting the five with Bagley coming off the bench and I think it's going to move Bialitsa to the bench and maybe you know one of those to the four but that's been an issue too in Sacramento so yes I do it has been a fantasy gold mine but right now it's been the opposite that and really frustrating and Fox's re-addition has just been a problem I'd say the main hit there is Bogdanovich. Yeah, what kind of numbers? Um, and I'm, I'm really, honestly, I'm asking this for selfish reasons because I've had Bungdatovich, I've got, I've got Holmes, um, I've been riding these guys. What kind of numbers would you expect? What kind of, where, where is Bogdanovich going to lose the most? I suppose is what I'm asking. Uh, it's presumably it's in assists, right? Uh, first game that Fox was back, he only had a couple of assists in that one. He still played. Uh, I think it was 29 minutes, 29, 30 minutes. So that was good to see. But that just the overall box score didn't look as didn't look as fun. Yeah, and he can still fire up shots off the bench. And maybe I'm overrating that he'll be. You know, he's not, I think he's definitely going to be well worth owning or whatever. He'll be fine. But yeah, some some of the assist rate drops. With Fox back, uh, but I think it'll just be a moderate hit to his value. I don't think it'll be totally crushing because, uh, I mean, that team doesn't have there, there's there's still shots for him to be there to, to to take for sure. I love, by the way, some of these some of these box scores from Bagley. Like he's only playing like 21, 22 minutes a game, but he manages to get up like sixteen or seventeen shots in those in those twenty minutes. That's my kind of guy. <laughs> Walton was slow to use Bogdanovich early on. Hopefully now that he was like forced to see what he has, like he won't mess around with his minutes as much and he'll just be like a solid rotation guy. Uh, Let's talk about, okay, we teased it earlier. Let's talk about uh, Davis Bertans uh, of the Wizards, who I presumably like the best of the Wizards waiver wire ads, right? But man, I, I feel like, I feel like I've uh, just in in you know radio hits whatnot. I've I've talked up Wagner. I've talked up Thomas. I've talked up Bertans. Like that. Everybody on this team has has been front has been really really fun for various stints, but uh, Bertans is shooting forty six percent from three. Like we're pretty deep into the season, and he's he's nearly at fifty percent from the arc. And he, it's not like he's taking you know three a game. He's taking he's taking eight ten a game, and he's hitting you know five or six. Uh, I assume this can continue. Um, it doesn't seem like a sustainable shooting percentage, but again, we're we're way past a quarter of the season, so it's a it's a hell of a breakout from him. Yeah, his, his true shooting percentage is like sixty seven percent, which is top fifteen. <laughs> Finally freed from that Spurs system, you know that just holds so many players back. Uh, but seriously, for fantasy terms, we said <laughs> it: the pace and the defense there is just so conducive to these big games. Just, he's gonna, he might regress in the in the shooting percentage, but he's gonna continue to fire him up on that on that roster. He's been the number seven fantasy player over the last month. That's a fifteen game sp- span top 30 all year. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's been one of the biggest fantasy hits if you, if you drafted him or more likely picked him up. He was on some sleeper list, you know, in deeper leagues for sure, you know, new environment and all that, but few, if any, could have seen this coming. I mean, wow, what a monster. Yeah. He's averaging four threes a game, 46.2% from the arc, uh, over 88% from the line. Just a, just an absolutely ridiculous season. Would you like I don't know. Is he the front runner for most improved right now? Most improved. Yeah, that's a good call. The most improved. Yeah, I don't. I don't love the ones that's coming off injuries. So I like this. Yeah, totally. That's a, that's a great call. Is as strong as argument as anyone. Yeah, he's only like he's playing seven, eight more minutes a game, but he's he's basically doubled his scoring average from eight to almost sixteen. Um, crazy season for Bertans. I don't know. Is he a sell high? Is he is he a hold? Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I usually just say hold in these situations because sell high is great on paper, but I'm not sure people will totally, 
you know, believe that and it'll, it'll actually be able to execute it. So yeah. I don't know, he's more of a hold for me. I think he's going to really be super valuable. If he's not top 30, fine. He'll still return top 50 to 60 value moving forward. And I don't think you could, you could get anything super do more than that. Let's close out our starting five with uh, a player that I, I believe that you shot a video on in your, it, w- it was the stock up, stock down uh, earlier this week. Hassan Whiteside um, has just gone like, supernova basically this is the very best of hassan whiteside he is double digit rebounds every night for what feels like the last month um he, he's just been tremendous this is uh this is this is as good as he's been since uh the partial season breakout for miami um i, I assume you consider it sustainable yeah what a monster he went and grabbed 23 rebounds too the other night right after that video they, eight straight double doubles he's even shooting free throws better this year He's upped his career high in assists, I believe, to 1.3 this game. I mean, that Portland this year, that Portland front court is so thin. I mean, I think he could get injured. I mean, he's, it has happened in the past. But, man, he set those lofty goals to lead the league in, in rebounds and blocks. And he's coming shockingly close uh, yeah. in both areas. I mean, he's been the number four fantasy player the last month. He's uh, He's been awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, another guy I wouldn't say... I mean, sure, you can sell high if you're in a novice league and you just look at the the. If you look at the rankings right now among all the the players that have been first round fantasy value, there's Luca. Sure, you you got him in round two or three, but he's the only other guy there that was like past round five in nine category leagues. He's returned top first round fantasy value. So what a night, what a steal at draft tables, and I just enjoy the ride. I, I, Nurkic is going to come back, but the latest update this week, he's like sixty percent in his recovery from this nasty leg compound fracture. Super that really team, ugly injury, yeah. Yeah, he, he's going to obviously been a major minutes restriction whenever he does return. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. I mean, if anything, try to try to get him say, oh, he's a sell high candidate. Nurkic is going to come back and, and trade for Whiteside if there's non-believers because the boards and rebounds are going to be there. Yeah, I agree with you. Whenever Nurkic comes back, you got to figure that's going to be limited minutes, no back to backs, that sort of thing. Probably very late in the year. Doesn't doesn't seem like he's a threat to come back anytime soon. Um, Whiteside right now, 15.9 points per game. 12.9 rebounds per game, 2.4 blocks. That's all ridiculous. He's shooting over 60% from the floor. I think the most surprising number is the free throw percentage. Uh, again, if you're in a categories league, he's not killing you. Like his his uh, draft price is always suppressed a little bit because you expect him to hurt you uh, in free throw percentage. He is a career 60% free throw shooter. He's at 76.8 this year. Like that's... That's normal. That's like basically league average, right? Like any reason to think that is is going to crater? I mean, it's been the sample here. Um, I, I, I Hopefully it stays. I can't tell you one way or the other. But man, for me, it's just a sawn upside at this point. And I, I'm, I'm buying, man. I've always liked the player. He's a fun guy to watch swatting all those rebounds. So if the free throws stay, that is, yes, the one area to look at. Uh, maybe not sustainable, but health. I, I, I'm totally a buyer and all the rest. And hopefully the free throws don't come crashing down too much. Let's uh, let's get into some of your some of your pickups of the week. Every week, in case you don't know, you can check it out on on Yahoo Sports. Uh, Dalton produces, along with Amanda Borges, a uh, a pickups video for hoops. This is every week. Um, I know you had uh, Brunson in there this past week because how could you not? Because he's clearly picked up some value uh, with Luca down. Who else was in there? 
Um, and are there any other names that you would like to throw out? One guy, just a nice symmetry real quick with Brunson is Dante DiVincenzo in Milwaukee. He's mm-hmm. had a couple of nice games with Eric Bledsoe down. Good symmetry there because those two teams are like, I believe they rank first and second in offensive efficiency and both lost their point guards for the short term. And both those guys, DiVincenzo and Brunson were widely available. A couple other names right before we started recording, this news broke that uh, Carl Anthony Towns might miss a couple games with that knee injury. So Gorgie Jang, I believe it's pronounced. He's a, he always is a monster whenever he gets a, 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 an yeah. option when he steps in. So if he's available out there or still cheap in DFS, use Jang and uh, or pick him up. And Isaiah Thomas, uh, we alluded to the Washington situation there. He was dropped in a lot of leagues because he was injured those last two weeks with that calf injury. But he's playing well before that. You know, back in the day, he was a what, what, he was the number of. He was a first-round fantasy player in Boston yeah. before that hip injury at one point. So uh, Thomas Bryant's going to be out for a couple weeks still. Hachimura, and you mentioned it, Wagner. Those guys haven't stepped up. or Sorry, Hachimura has stepped up, but he's hurt now. Wagner I, hasn't stepped up, and he's hurt as well. So Isaiah Thomas should be owned in all competitive leagues now as well. So um, one other one, Norman Powell, he left uh, injured Wednesday. Toronto, he was playing fantastic right after the video came. So I say that... <laughs> say that um, Whiteside did well, but of course Powell goes down with the injury. But assuming it's not a long-term uh, injury and you're in a, a, a shallower league and Powell's available, they're so well-coached in Toronto. Kyle Lowry's now been reportedly on a possible trade candidate, so some more minutes could open up there. But he's been playing super very, very well with Norman Powell uh, as well, too. So he's another option. Let me, let me throw a question at you about this just collection of wings in Miami. Um, Miami's another one of those teams that I guess I would throw in with uh, with the Wizards and a few others. Like they've just been feeding the waiver wire. It was early in the season. Obviously, it was Tyler Hero. It was Kendrick Nunn. Um, what are your thoughts on like you know I, Duncan Robinson has been great. Um, what are your thoughts on Derek Jones, who's picked up a little bit of steam lately? Uh, seems like he's healthy. Couple of double digit games uh, in, in the points uh, in the points column, playing about thirty minutes a night right now. Um, is this just another like? There's always going to be some heat wing that goes off, and we never know who it's going to be. Is that, is that just the way this is going to go? The answer is the latter. Yeah. No, I like Derek Jones when he's cheap on the DFS nights coming off bad games. But man, he's uh, it, Duncan Robinson. It's 10 threes one game and then Justice Winslow is going to return. So every time I yeah. recommend someone to pick up, then it's, it'll be Tyler Hero the next week to recommend. So yeah, <laughs> it just seems like a rotational thing that's fool's gold trying to chase when the next one will be. So yeah, all these guys will, will you can probably set it and forget it or whatever uh, in deeper leagues, but trying to pick which one that week is going to go off is going to be tough. But but what a, what a well-coached team and, and, and a team that's exceeding expectations. Super, super well-coached team. And for a team that's dealt away um, pretty much all the first-round picks, I believe, that they possibly can, they have like a weirdly bright future, you know, like, like they've just they've just done some things in terms of trades that you would think uh, would would render them like a just a go for it right now. You know, you've got no assets. You've got a you've got a win short term. Instead, they've collected hero. They've collected none. They have like, you know, multiple um, all rookie team contenders right now. Just just really fun. And of course, um, Spo is one of the great coaches in the game who probably doesn't get enough recognition. Yeah, no, absolutely, for sure. You picked up Duncan Robinson, I believe, in Friends and Family uh, before he went off, didn't you? After the first sort of mini binge. Um, but, I, like, he's hard in, in Friends and Family because it's, a, it's a, a weekly transaction league. And, again, the Heat present this problem where you – I mean, it's Hero one night, it's Robinson the next night. Um, you, like, you just never know when you're when – you're, like, if you, if you start one of them, it better be like a four- or five-game week, and you can count on the fact that you're probably going to get a – 
like a six, three night out of Robinson. Um, but the, the other games could be perfectly quiet. It's just a, it's just a confounding team, but yet a really fun team for sure. But yeah, just to tie it up, a couple point guards for pickups, Brunson and, and DiVincenzo, Wing and Norman Powell, and scoring Isaiah Thomas, and pick up Gorgie Jang if you need a, a center. And Carl Anthony Towns, like, like I said, just, just broke, so we don't know. So hopefully it's not too serious, but um, definitely something to consider. Man, that would be brutal if he goes down. The Towns injury was just, I, I, don't, I hope I don't get this wrong, but the Towns injury was just him going down hard, right? It wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't some like uh, grossly twisted knee, anything like that. It wasn't some non-contact thing. Didn't he, didn't he go down in a heap? Yeah, I believe so. And yet it certainly wasn't considered anything to be worried about. You know, it just seemed like a day-to-day thing. So hopefully it's all just being, being cautious and whatnot. Um, last name I want to throw out there for you as a, as a pickup. What are your, because I'm, you know, this is, this is a guy who I feel like I, I, was, I was high on at various points points in the past burned me before but ben mclemore um is putting up some fun lines and he's still i I feel like there's probably a lot of people out there like me who are like yeah sure i'm adding that guy right i've already i've already been through it with him i don't know i'm looking at the game logs it's 17 points 13 points 16 points 12 27 28 like he's on the right team um he's jacking threes he's not taking any inefficient shots um handful of steals each game what are your thoughts on mclemore yeah, I know. I felt dumb because I overspent for him in a, in a bigger money league I'm in. Like my, I spent 200 on him in fab and the next highest was 50 or something. But so far, it hasn't been horrible. And he's kept shooting and it's out there that even off the bench, Houston's the number two pace in the league this year. So yeah, I mean, this guy was a former top 10 pick. I mean, obviously a bit of a reach for Sacramento. and He's never going to live up to that pedigree, but why not? I mean, even what if injuries strike too? I mean, what if, right. some, I mean, he can even get even a bigger use rate. So there's actual upside here. But if you're in a category league, I mean, this guy's an absolute monster in threes. I mean, like you get it three a game from here on out. So yes, I'm buying. Yeah. And not, um, not taking a bunch of dumb shots. Like, uh, I, I think like, has even, has even taken like a long two yet this year. Like it's all right. threes. He seems to have bought in entirely completely to uh to what the rockets want to do yeah i know i mean this guy in december he's attempting 9.33s making four of them i mean yeah even the free throws will, will improve so yeah no, I'm, a, I'm a buyer in him i hope you picked him up on your team and i'd write write him out all right let's uh let's hit our in case you missed it this week um did you see the forbes cover story on uh kevin durant and his uh his plan to become basically a bazillionaire uh sort of uh, next generation Michael Jordan wants to own a team, wants to make the basketball decisions. Uh, pretty fun article. Again, Durant is like the 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 gift that keeps on giving uh, when, when he's not when he's not playing. Like he's first of all, he's gonna make seventy million dollars this year, uh, not playing, recovering from the Achilles injury, which is amazing. He's got uh, both the incredible uh, shoe endorsement and the the obviously the max contract. It's a fun article. Um, thoughtful guy. Just wondering your your thoughts on Durant's uh, the trajectory of his career generally. Yeah, I have not read this yet, but it is funny because you predicted it. Though an off season of Durant is going to lead to a lot of this, you know, an off season of him off the court is what I should say. Sorry, a season of him off the yeah. court, and uh, yeah, that keeps coming. So I'll, I'll check this out. And yeah, Durant is an interesting guy that no one can figure out. I mean, he sat down with Bill Simmons and did eight hours of of a podcast one on one. And I mean, it's. In one way, I love it, and I love how uh, you know he's truthful and honest. But another way, I'm not sure even he knows himself or what makes him happy. So still figuring himself out. But aren't we all, Andy? And uh, I, I can't wait to see where his <laughs> career goes. I will say this: 
Kyrie Irving looks like he's never going to be happy wherever he goes. And there's already like rumblings there. And I I don't know what Durant was thinking, hitching his wagon to him and making the decision to leave the perfect goal. You're asking a guy who's bitter. Golden State, he had it perfect. A brand new Chase Center opening up and they could have won titles for the next next decade. So he got his feelings hurt because they got in an argument with Draymond Green once. I mean, it's 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 very he he's. I don't know, man. He, it's interesting. You sound, you sound a little bit nothing like, but a, the best. like a jilted Warriors fan. Right I wish now. Durant nothing but the best, and I hope his recovery is full and not, nothing but the best from Kevin Durant. Um, Durant and uh, and Kyrie are like they're they're tight, right? Are, d- th- I mean, there's no dissension there. There's no there's no issue. No, between right, those correct, two that right. I'm aware no, for sure. Far I know, they're they're fine now. I don't even know if they're around each other though, with all the the rehab or Durant is. But yes, yeah. no, no, no. I haven't heard anything between those two. I'm sure they're they're fine. But yeah. Um, if I gave you an early, way too early, and possibly early over under on wins for the Brooklyn Nets last season, and I set it at 48 and a half, are you taking the over? You're saying next season? Yeah. I'm saying um, Durant, presumably back, recovered to whatever state he gets to yeah, after the, yeah, after the Achilles. No, yeah, no, I, he's, he's, yes, I'll, I'll take the over. I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll return and he's an awesome basketball player. And I think they'll, yeah, I think they'll win. Yeah, no, they'll crush it. If, if he returns and I think he will, then they'll be fine. Yeah. They'll, yeah. I suppose that's the promise thing. The promising thing about Kevin Durant when you're six eleven, seven feet tall and you have unlimited range, uh, e- even if you're not quite as explosive as you were before, you could still get those shots off. And I will say this, I give him a hard time because I, you know, I, I question Irving's uh, sanity, but uh, there's a lot of interesting young talent on that roster. You take away uh, yeah. friend DeAndre Jordan and, you know, the coaching, the locate, the facilities and all that, he, it, it's all seems top notch. And that team's, you know, wins with, with an interesting, intriguing young roster. So I will give him that too. So he does have that. The Irving thing though, I'm not sure if there's, if there's going to be a happy ending there in Brooklyn. Uh, did I tell you, by the way, this is totally unrelated. I tell you that I, I got my uh, I got my rising stars tickets already when the all star game is in Chicago. I'm, I'm waiting to awesome. I'm waiting to see what I'm going to have to spend on all star game tickets. But I'm just going to I'm, I'm just going to take the, you know, Dalton Del Don approach when the Warriors are in the finals. <laughs> and I'm just going to throw down whatever I have to like. I'm well, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have already a prime seat for all of that stuff. See, your daughter's already in college. My my thought is just pay now, worry about that stuff later. My poor daughter and kid, you know, just worry worry about the college funds later. So you're responsible. You took care of it, so you can you, you can do that now. Me, on the other hand, uh, my, my poor future generation. But we'll worry yeah, about that you're later. Just, you're just putting the pressure on your daughter to to earn a scholarship on her own. Yeah, I know. Oh boy. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's going so far, but uh, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. That'll be that'll be fun though. Watching that though, uh, Andy, that'll be cool, man. That'll, that'll, I'm glad you're taking advantage of that. Come what it comes by, you know, it'll be forever when it comes back. So you should yeah, definitely every take every of that. thirty yeah. years, whether yeah. whether they want it sure. or not. I'm I'm super excited about it. It's a couple months away, but uh, but I'm still looking ahead to it. No, and you're uh, a Hollywood writer. You're a big Hollywood writer. You can afford the All Star Game. <laughs> don't be modest over there. I've seen you on the red carpet. Everyone knows. Come on. That was so many years ago. But, you know, hey, if you happen to catch Sex Drive overnight on Comedy Central, you know, make, make sure you watch that thing all the way through. Exactly. The residuals go straight to Barron's. All right, man. <laughs> happy happy holidays, guys. Are you, tra- are you traveling for the holidays? I'm, no, I'm actually just staying around here. I'm going to have to build, you know, in-laws here, other relatives there, my mom here. So there's a lot of different uh, traveling locally. How about that? You know, five yeah. different spots, but never actually leaving too far. How about you? Are you, are you assembling any toys for the children? 
Oh, I'm sure I might be asked, but actually, you know what? To be really honest with you, my wife knows better to even ask at this point. <laughs> I'm so inept when it comes to hands on stuff like that. It's embarrassing. So she knows better and she's be- what far better at that stuff. So, no, I've, I've, I've earned the reputation to not even be bothered. What about the traveling? You have any traveling plans? Yeah, we uh, we get out of town. We go to we go to Florida to my in-laws where uh, where I've already recorded one previous podcast. So we'll see how that goes how it goes this time with a house full of uh children and uh and animals so it could get could get loud could get uh there could be distractions uh over the next couple weeks podcast but got the christmas day games coming up next week and we're gonna pod immediately after uh so that's fun that's like a it's like the relaunch of the fantasy season and the nba season i always love the christmas games yeah nothing ever weird happens in florida i'm sure you'll be fine All right, man. Happy happy holidays, guys. Yeah, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to all the listeners. We will be back next Thursday, and we're going to have that full slate of Christmas Day games to talk about. That's going to be fun. There's nothing quite like the NBA on Christmas. Uh, in the meantime, please subscribe. Write us a kind review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Uh, remember, you can always send in questions. Follow us on Twitter. He is at Dalton Del Don. I am at Andy Barons. We make it so easy. Uh, follow the at Yahoo Fantasy account as well. Thank you, as always, to our production team, to Ragu. Uh, that is it. We are out. Out.